0: welcome back to another episode thank you for joining me uh, for week four now of the miike may love fest that i've kind of tried to do for this month of may Um, partly because i like alliteration and i thought miike may was was good and the other reason is i just love takashi miike or takashi miike so I've talked about a few. Uh, All of them are horror. Some of them are horror comedies. The film that I'm talking about this week is another horror comedy, not a musical. Happiness of the Categories was a musical, but this one is on the horror action side. Lots of martial arts, Um, lots of really funny and weird ass action scenes and lots of humor. Uh, You know, I found myself laughing (laughs) in places and uh, you know, it was something I didn't expect and a little bit of a supernatural element too. So we've got all of these kind of uh, great ingredients that we're gonna put into this milkshake of a movie that is titled Yakuza Apocalypse. And this one came out in 2015. I didn't watch it when it was new, but I think we watched it right, right before the pandemic started. I think maybe uh, 2019 or right at the beginning of 2020, but it was a hoot. And when I say it was a hoot, it's a, it's a mix of everything I love. It's got the horror element because we have some vampires and we actually have a, a Yakuza vampire um, it's got a lot of uh, comedic things going on because there is a female member of the Yakuza gang who um, apparently her her brain, for whatever reason, starts spewing out of her ear in, in very uh, odd times. <laughs> it's just hilarious. And uh, then it's got a little bit of a supernatural element to it because we... Um, have a character who may or may not be Bruce Lee. You know, it's it's never said, it's never stated, but um, I'm jumping ahead of myself. So let me let me backtrack a little. So I, I always like to give you guys a little bit about the movie before um, you know, in case you want to watch it, just so you know what it's about. So we're introduced to when the movie, the very first frame, of this film comes on. Uh, we see an older Japanese uh, Yakuza boss and he is in the middle of, uh, I guess, a barrage of of killing. He's like on a, a killing spree and he's taking out all of these, I guess, rival gang members and they're stabbing him and you know, a lot of kicking and martial art moves and he's got the sword and he's you know slicing and dicing his way through everything and he gets to i guess this gang's uh boss and the boss shoots him several times and he survives and as i'm watching this i'm like what the hell is going on and i found myself saying that a lot through this movie what the hell is going on what the hell what the hell is going on and every time i said it i still sat there like okay this is crazy i've got to i gotta see where this is going (laughs) because i didn't i didn't expect anything of what i got none of that was expected the yakuza boss that we are introduced to survives we see him go to a young woman and then he nibbles her neck because lo and behold he is a vampire. Not only is he a Yakuza boss, but he's a vampire. So he needs this girl's blood so that he can, I guess, survive. You know, he's lost so much in this fight. And then we cut to a younger gang member who is in awe of this Yakuza boss. You know, they're in, I guess, one of their um, bathhouses, and he sees all of the Tattoos on his back, and apparently this gang member has sensitive skin, and he can't he can't get tattoos. But you know that's a big cultural thing. If you're in this yakuza life, you're supposed to have tattoos. He's kind of not the second in command, but you know he's a, a gang member that looks up to this boss, and the boss clearly you know looks out for him. And we see them going through their kind of daily, you know, walking through the street a la the godfather you know people giving the yakuza boss praises and kind of you know hailing him and being excited if he gives a glance their way and it's it's wild uh how quickly these action sequences pop up and how quickly everything goes to shit (laughs) so um To give you a little bit more of what goes on to the story, uh, we see the Yakuza boss going through his day, and then we see what looks like a person that's dressed like a priest, and he's speaking in English and is basically telling the Yakuza boss to come back into the syndicate. I guess they have some kind of vampire club or something he belongs to which he left so that he could be his own person and then we see a little nerdy guy with glasses and you know he's got his pants pulled up full urkel style and he looks like he's a tourist and he doesn't know where he's going and all of a sudden the little nerdy guy starts dropping bombs on this (laughs) guza boss, and by bombs i mean he's just like out of nowhere you know straight kicking him in his chest and like it's like full on martial arts action sequence and the fight goes on for fucking ever and it's glorious I cannot tell you how excited I am when genres are mixed together and it works and with Takashi Miyake it might not work for everybody but it works for me and so you know the younger gentleman that you know I guess was enamored by him and awe and of him he Happens to come across seeing this boss getting completely foobard. Like he's hit with a lightning bolt and the little nerdy guy basically rips his head clean off his body. And I thought, Jesus, we're not even 15 minutes in the movie. (laughs) We're already getting decapitations. What the hell? But it's called the Yakuza Apocalypse, so I should have known it wasn't going to be, like, you know, they weren't going to be holding hands. This, this poor gang member, he goes over to pick up the boss's head, and he says something to him, like, you know, he's sorry, and the boss's eyes pop open, and he bites this guy. Yeah, his disembodied head <laughs> bites this guy. And of course, lo and behold, he is now a vampire. So he doesn't know exactly that he's a vampire. He doesn't know what the hell happened. He just knows that, you know, he got bit. He wakes up and he's in some kind of a daze. And there are some other gang members that are harassing a couple, like a young married couple. He goes over there to intervene and pretty much kills everybody because he doesn't realize his own strength at this point. And he's a full on vampire. And I like the mythos of this one because they're walking around and it's broad damn daylight. Like nobody's, nobody's, you know, having that, Oh, I can't go into the sun kind of reaction. They're just walking around, chilling, wearing their suits and shit. And uh, after he saves the couple from these people that were going to do them harm, He suddenly gets super hot Like you can see the heat Waves off of this man's body Which I thought was kind of a nice touch Because I don't know what the fuck the heat waves mean But we could see that something apparently was going on And he grabs an egg (laughs) The woman had groceries, of course And he grabs an egg and he cracks it in his hand And the egg basically cooks That's how hot this person is He goes, and he's hungry, and then he goes to feed, and he feeds on the husband. And the husband immediately turns into a vampire, and then he feeds on his wife. And then they see a schoolgirl, and the husband and wife go and chase her down and feed on her. What's interesting about the Yakuza apocalypse vampire bites is that his boss, the disembodied head, sorry that someone's always cracks me up the head bites him like you would see a vampire bite you know sticking their teeth in your neck but what we didn't see is that when he initially bit the husband when they pull back he has almost like a a tentacle appendage almost like if you've seen uh blade two with the reapers i think that's what they were called they have uh you know like almost like leech like appendages that suck as opposed to the teeth or the fangs same thing in yakuza apocalypse the mouth goes over the neck and there's some kind of tentacle almost appendage that goes and makes that hole to drink that blood and i thought that was kind of neat too because i didn't expect to see like a long you know tentacly thing tongue going in. So what's crazy about this is, like I stated, he bit the husband, the husband bit the wife. Then they see a schoolgirl and they go and proceed to feast on her. Because of this, (laughs) the whole village is now going to be infected. The younger Yakuza guy is trying to figure out what his place is in all of this. We, you know we come to find out that the the female member they have a female member on uh, in the yakuza uh in this particular yakuza gang and they call her the captain and apparently the captain set up the boss their boss to be killed by these people and um there's a lot of hilarious things going on with the captain I was like oh man she's like a super boss bitch you know she double crossed this guy and she's the only female member in the yakuza you know she's wearing all of her clothes she's got on a suit she's like really just you know she's making shit work but she keeps hearing this dripping noise and like i stated earlier her brain is (laughs) slowly leaking out there's no explanation for why her brain is leaking out it just does and it comes on almost like a y'all are gonna have to excuse me comes out almost like a a queef. (laughs) Like she'll just be sitting there and then all of a sudden it'll go out of her ear. It's really gross, but it's really funny at the same time. I don't know why my brain thinks it's funny, but it is. It's like, you don't expect to see somebody lean their head a certain way and just have like white liquid spewing out of their ear. It's a lot more hilarious than what I'm making it sound if you deem yourself necessary to watch it. Uh, The other thing I love about this is that we do get someone that's coming. There's, you know, we get a lot of characters saying, he's coming, he's coming, and we don't know what it is. And you've probably seen this clip on the internet somewhere where it looks like a teddy bear, but really what it is is a big costume frog. There is a powerful being (laughs) That's, for whatever reason, dressed as a cartoon frog. But he does martial arts in this outfit. And at some point, the costume comes off, but he still has a frog mask and frog hands. But his mannerisms and his fighting style are very, very similar to bruce lee and that's why i say he may or may not supposed to be bruce lee (laughs) because there's a lot you if you watch it you'll see he has a lot of the same stance a lot of the same moves um even his body type his his actual body makeup um you know bruce lee had like basically zero percent fat and this guy is very much toned and it's just it's really fun to watch but you will find yourself going what the actual fuck is going on in this movie. The fight sequences are outstanding. They are amazing and they go on and on and on and I I'm there for it. I'm there for all of it. Like I keep telling y'all, I grew up with uncles Bruce Lee movies were staple. Saturday kung fu movies were that was that was the life. So I could not have been happier watching these fight sequences. And a great thing about these fight sequences is the little nerdy guy I mentioned earlier, if you've seen the raid or the raid two, he played a character named Mad Dog. He's very diminutive. He's probably not even, you know, maybe five, two if he's that. Man is he fast? And man is he deadly? And his character in the Yakuza Apocalypse is also named Mad Dog. And I enjoy seeing this man do anything. I believe he was in one of the John Wicks. I want to say John Wick 2, maybe. Um, I need to rewatch those again. But he was in one of them. And the fight sequence he had was so great. Equally great in this one. Now, a lot of it is hokey. There is a lot of slapstick and goofy type humor the action will have you riveted trying to figure out how they're going to get this village filled with the vampires how is this going to work out for the yakuza and it's really funny because he ends up meeting up with a guy i guess who was uh his former now deceased boss was his kind of whistler you know like blade has whistler that kind of does all the side stuff and this guy runs like a sushi bar and uh or a sake bar and he basically gave him like you know vampire one-on-one but he also told him you know you have to eat civilians don't eat yakuza yakuza don't taste good because of their poor diet so it's funny they keep making that joke kind of throughout the whole movie how yakuza tastes terrible And they don't do anything but drink and eat. And, you know, they they drink alcohol and they probably eat shitty food. (laughs) So I imagine their blood probably would not taste that great. Um, But once again, slapstick humor, amazing action sequences. Some of them you're just going to be like, I I don't know where this is going. And even when I got to the end, and yeah, I have to warn you guys, even when you get to the end, you might be a little like, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck did I just watch? But trust me, if you've seen Takashi Miike's work, it's going to make perfect sense to you. If you haven't, watch some of his stuff first and then come to this one. Because it may or may not be one that you like. Is it one of his best? No. Is it one that's a lot of fun? Fuck yeah. It really is. You You really have to see the spectacle that is Yakuza Apocalypse. And I know I'm not doing it any justice because it's different seeing it than me saying it. But the horror elements there, the comedy is there, the action stuff's there, the supernatural stuff's there. I think you'll love it. I think if you go in and you just go, this is about a guy who just became a a vampire and he doesn't know what the fuck to do. And now we got to deal with a village full of vampires. What the hell? Um, But the ending will definitely have you scratching your head like, holy shit, what the fuck? So are we going to get a sequel or what? I think that's it i think that's all i have to say about yakuza apocalypse without actually giving you like every blow by blow but man (laughs) it's definitely a sight that you need to see and i only have one more week to go with me k-may so um i'm excited to talk about the stuff next week i'm not even going to give you a hint about that i'll just talk about it when i talk about it so i hope you all are doing well um, by the time you hear this, I will have probably started a new job and really excited to do so. Um, a little nervous, but that's good. They say if you're a little nervous about something, you should go ahead and do it. But anyhow, I hope you guys are all thriving and surviving. Um, I wish you well. I don't have a, a rant except, you know, if you have a Yakuza boss that bites you, try not to bite too many people. Maybe see if there are some alternatives. To the vampire lifestyle. <laughs> so we don't have like, you know, citizens running amok being vampires themselves. And as always, you know, let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know what you think about this podcast. You know, if you want to leave me some reviews, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can certainly put down a review. Uh, good pods is the one that, you know, if you want to leave a little blurb or give me a little rating, you can do that, but I'm not pressuring anybody to do anything. It's do what you feel, homie. Um, But that's it. That's all I got this week. I make these short and sweet, like myself, just because I don't like to drone on too much. Um, I'm really interested to see if any of you guys watch any of the Takashi Miike films, what you think of them so you know definitely hit your girl up and tell me what you think when you watch them i'm not you know you don't have to do it right away but whenever you do just you know shout me out on social media somewhere and say hey donna i watched say hey donna i watched uh, the happiness of the categories and it was weird but i kind of liked it (laughs) a lot of these things are acquired tastes. i just happen to be one of those people that I'm always excited to see what he's going to do next because everything is always fucking different and it's always fucking weird and I fucking love it. Clearly, I love saying the word fuck. So I'm going to wrap this up and leave you guys with, until next time, just listen out for my voice in the darkness and I will talk to you then. Bye.